0: Welcome to the Firely Thinking Blockcast. I'm Theo Panagopoulos. If you don't have time to read a review on the Zeiss Icon Super Aconte C model 530-2, I will read it to you and then you can refer back to it when you get onto a computer or a device. So the review of the Zeiss Icon Super Aconte C 530-2, the early Iconic. When considering Iconic folding cameras, a few come to mind. One that invariably makes that list is the Zeiss Icon Super Conta C. What's there not to love in this camera? A folding camera which travels easily, uses readily available 120 film, produces 6x9 frames, and is a rangefinder to ensure precision focusing and sharp results. When I started collecting cameras, if you asked me what kind of cameras I would include, the Zeiss Icon Super Conta C would not have been in the answer. A range of SLRs, compacts, and rangefinders would easily have been mentioned. As my collection has matured, folding cameras have been something I have been more and more interested in. As such, I have acquired versions of the Super Oconto in most formats. It is a range of cameras along with the simpler Aconta models, which are without a rangefinder, that in their day had a camera for everyone. Paired up with well-regarded Zeiss lenses, it is a good combination. I did not realize until I had my Super Oconto how much of a cult camera they are. I ran into quite a few people that have one and everyone had good things to say about them. A good friend even asked, why do they keep developing new cameras? They hit the mark with the Super Econta. It is an interesting perspective. Modern cameras have a lot of functionality, making shooting very easy and convenient. Generally, the results are also technically superior. Yet there is a fascination with the very anti cameras from decades earlier. Add to that the old folding cameras are quite awkward to use. I don't get it, but I also do get it. The Super Econta C is a camera of contradictions. I've had it now for about one and a half years. Coming from one of the oldest photographic companies, this camera came with a lot of advancement for that time. Let's see how that translates to someone using it then and more importantly for us using it now. History According to the Zeiss website, Jena was first mentioned in 1182 and was elevated to town status around 1230. It played a central role in the age of Romanticism and the Enlightenment. Due to its well-known university, in particular, Jena was the center of attraction for many famous academics, including Gothe, Schiller, and Hegel. In 1946 in Jena, Carl Zeiss optical workshop was established Carl Zeiss Jena was founded 10 years later in 1856. When Carl Zeiss himself passed away in 1888, his partner Ernst Abbe introduced photographic optics production. The company flourished and expanded into cameras. In 1926, Zeiss Icon was formed with considerable capital by Carl Zeiss and was the result of a merger of Contessa Nettl, Ernemann, Goz and Ica. Zeiss Icon formed one part of the overall Carl Zeiss foundation in parallel to the Carl Zeiss optical company. For obvious reasons, most of the Zeiss Icon cameras were sold with Carl Zeiss lenses from that point onwards, with the independent companies closing their lens manufacturing. GERS was particularly affected. shutters also became the norm for 80% of the cameras, with only what was considered the simpler cameras assembled with a Clio shutter. Within Dresden, considered one of the photo technology capitals, the group became one of the big companies. It continued to manufacture some of the products of the companies that merged, but shortly afterwards started to create some new ones. That is where the Aconta range comes in. Considered Zeiss Icon's higher end of cameras over the netta series. In 1929, Zeiss Icon launched the Akonta in four models, labeled A, B, C, and D. All but the D used 120 film, with it using 116 or 616 film. The A produces 6x4.5cm frames, the B 6x6 frames, and the C 6x9 frames. A Baby Aconta was also made, which uses 127 film, making 3x4cm frames. The initial series had the 520 designation, with the A, B, and C assigned 520, 520 520-16, and 520-2, respectively. These cameras were in production until 1940, where the 521 designations took over and only for the A, B, and C cameras. The Super Aconta range started a little bit later in 1933. The Super designation signifies that the camera has a rangefinder as distinct from the Aconta models, which required estimated distance. The first one was this camera, the Super C530 2, a 6x9 model which was available from 1933 to 1939. The Super Aconta A530 the 6x4.5 model was produced from 1934 until 1937. The Super Aconta D was also available from 1934. The final 530 designated camera, the Super Aconta B 530-16 was available from 1935. These were later replaced by the 531 series, and in the case of the 6x6 model was also upgraded to the 532, 533, and finally the 534 model. One final rangefinder model, the Messiconta 52416, came much later, which has a standalone rangefinder. Camera specifics. The Zeiss Icon Super Conta C530-2 is a medium format rangefinder camera from the 1930s. It produces 6x9 frames on 120 film but can also shoot 6x4.5 frames with a mask inserted. Construction of the body is pressed metal and is in a classic folder style of the period. A door opens at the front allowing the bellows to extend with a shutter and lens assembly at the front. The assembly is held in place by struts and the door. This copy has the Clio shutter offering speeds of 1 5th, 1 10th, 1 25th, 1 50th, 100th, bulb and time. These are selected with a slider at the top of the shutter. The shutter does not require cocking, it automatically fires when the shutter release is pressed. The shutter releases a lever on the shutter itself at the front of the camera. A threaded remote cable release is available on the shutter, keeping in mind not to shut the camera with it attached. Aperture is selected by moving the pointer at the bottom of the lens assembly. The apertures range from F4.5 through to F32. There are 10 blades in the lens for the aperture settings. Speaking of the lens, this copy has a Carl Zeiss Jena Triotar 10.5 f4. cm F4.5 lens. As the name suggests, this is a three element lens with the four element lenses Tessas more sought after. Minimum focusing distance is 1.5 meters. Focusing is adjusted through a wheel attached to the lens, which also moves the rangefinder element as well as the lens element. The distance markings are on the outside of the lens cell. The rangefinder's mirror prism is on the body of the camera. To focus the camera, you look through the rangefinder eyepiece at the back. The rangefinder patch is circular and you just bring the split image together to set the correct focus. The rangefinder patch element at the front is hinged and folds away. It must be folded to close the camera. Framing the photo is done separately from using the rangefinder and is achieved through the pop-up viewfinder. It has a mask for six x 4.5 cm framing and when shooting in that format. You can load the 120 film by opening the hinge back, placing the empty film spool on the right side and placing the new spool with the film on the left side. Pull the film across until it's threaded onto the empty spool and close the back. Using the winding key on the right side, pull the film across until the number one is in the round red window on the left side. As frames are shot, using the winding key, move the film across to the right. If shooting six x nine, move to the next number in the left red window. But if shooting six by 4.5, move the number from the left to the right window. Being a folder, the camera folds down of course. By pushing on the struts, it will collapse back flat. Do be careful so it does not hit the top as it folds in by pushing the lens assembly down. Again, remember to fold the rangefinder element away first. The camera offers a delayed shutter function of about 12 seconds, which is initiated by flicking over the two red levers on the front. Combined with the two tripod sockets on the camera, it is easy to set up a party portrait. You will need a tripod screw reducer for most modern tripods though. experience. The Zeiss Icon Super Conta C530-2 came to me through an auction where I won a range of cameras in New Zealand. It was in the same auction where I came to gain the Raleigh 35 that I recently wrote about. I also got the Super Conta D there which shoots 616 film but is basically a bigger version of this same camera. Unlike the Rolly, this needed some work to it. The shutter was not behaving well. I took it in for a service and Jess who does my work here said it had some rust in the shutter. It cleaned out nicely though. Even the delay timer was back up to spec. One thing I really appreciate about Jest is everything is returned really well cleaned out. The camera looked brand new. On my first outing, I really had to come to terms with using the camera. The shutter release is quite a small lever and holding the camera is quite awkward initially. It is especially more so in landscape orientation as the camera has been designed in portrait orientation. Reaching at the front of the camera is never a natural position. This was also compounded with the slow shutter speed options. A maximum of a 100th of a second is a bit of a challenge when holding something a little unnaturally. I have gotten used to it and to be honest, the position of the release is no longer something that bothers me. If I had to say something, I wish I was different, the faster shutter speed would be it. That is pretty much where my complaints about this camera end. Once I got used to using it and was able to keep it steady by using some breathing techniques, the results can be breathtaking. It surprised me a lot considering the tri-tar is the less advanced of the lenses. Combine this with using slower speed film, the clarity and detail in the resultant negatives are up there in the wow factor stakes. I did have to take it back to realign the rangefinder. I suspect I knocked it out, but since then it has been very accurate. I do have to remove my glasses to use the rangefinder, but it is very clear and easy to line up. Framing the shot is less accurate, but I have not had to shave much off any of the photos. In the article, you will see at this point a crop of about roughly a hundred percent of the photo with the floating busker. For reference, the photo was taken on Agfa Agfapan APX25, which was expired over 20 years earlier. I must admit that it has become a camera I reach to often when I feel like shooting big negatives. Even having the Fuji GSW690 Mark III, which I love as well, but sometimes it is just too big. I don't have the 6x4.5 mask and will probably never ever get one. There are other 6x4.5 cameras in my collection, including the Super Conta, so I would prefer to use those. One little user error I have accounted a few times is where I double exposed an image because I did not wind the film forward. I can't blame the camera for that as not many cameras had double exposure mechanisms back then. It does bring up a thought that I might try and be creative with it in that sense. The film I mainly used in the Super Conta C was primarily slower film like Cinestill 50D, which sings in this camera, Ilford Pan 50, Agfa pan APX 25, and Ilford FP4 Plus. FP4 Plus was a little challenging, being a faster film, and tended to be used mainly on the smaller apertures. Image performance overall for this camera, as you might tell, is something I have considered as very good. The sharpness in center of the image mentioned earlier is one thing, but it does start to fade out a bit towards the edges on anything under F8. Is not much, but it can be noticeable. The images do also have a noticeable vignetting. For both of these impacts, they are not strong enough to feel like they impact the photograph negatively. It is after all a 1930s triplet lens and even Zeiss would not be able to have corrected that much. Add that it is a folding camera rather than a rigid body. And as far as I'm concerned, it is a remarkable result. There is an obvious reason why these super contests are gaining popularity. They have a very distinct look to the results and when folded are easy to slip into a camera bag. Many people shoot either film or vintage lenses to have a distinct vintage look with the resultant photographs. This camera achieves that, but at the same time produces results which won't age based on the latest fad. When I'm out shooting with this camera, I do have strangers talk to me, intrigued on how an 85 year old camera can be used in 2023. It kicks off some great conversations and in some cases sparks off the thought that this hobby might be fun. As you might have been able to work out, I really do like and enjoy the Zeiss Icon Super Conta C530 2. As such, I would gladly recommend this camera or one of the other models in the 530 or 531 range if you are looking for a 6x9 folding camera with a rangefinder. As for this specific model, I am happy to say that I will continue to use it until it reaches its 100 year milestone and beyond. Thank you for listening to the Photo Thinking blogcast do remember to visit photothinking.com and have a look at the article with all the photos and all the associated information links. Thank you to Mike Gutterman for the music throughout this broadcast. I hope to hear from you soon. I'm Theo Panagopoulos. Goodbye for now.